video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. to another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your weekly Scottish dose of all things gaming. I'm Jessica and here with me is Pure Dead Craig, who is still very much alive. Yep, alive and kicking. <laughs> and of course, Andy as well. Hi, Mandy. It's been a busy old gaming week, so much so that we have put out two bonus episodes since our last recording to deep dive into both the Summer Games Fest and the Xbox and Bethesda showcase as well. We'll cover these events in the news section, but if you want more, then download Pure Dead Gaming Afterlife bonuses where you can hear lots more. Of course, today's episode would not be complete if we did not include the usual features. Craig's Pure Dead Platinum game, of course, the Get in the Bin nominees and inevitable person thing that's going in the bin. Our game and movie, although not really a game and movie, but timely with the release of a new Turtles game this week. And of course, pick of the week as well. If you like what you hear, then do make sure you subscribe to the podcast and have it auto-download, unlike Sam Walsh. So you're never stuck for something to listen to when you're out and about. May not have Wi-Fi. He's at it. He's fucking got it on auto-download. Do make sure you follow our social channels as well and become a member of our Discord if you want some more fun and hilarity. Hilarity. Yes, and with that said, hello. How are we? What have we been up to? Hi. Uh, I don't know. It's been a really busy week, like a shockingly busy week. Yeah. You dodged uh, the birth, children's birthday parties though at the weekend, so uh, like somehow I had to attend them. With a, there was a kids' birthday party Saturday and Sunday, and I avoided both. Not theirs. No. No, I'm not missing no. my own kids' birthdays. <laughs> cool. No, Nathan had a birthday party on Saturday, and then Aaron had one on Sunday, and I managed to duck both of them because mm. two hours of small talk with parents is not my jam. Mm. Okay. Instead, did... you went to see Jurassic World. Yes, I did. Kids. I took Nathan. Uh, me, me and Nathan went to see uh, it. That's a good show. It was actually really good. Obviously, I'm not going to get into spoilers or anything like that, but I wasn't necessarily... Ex- from the trailer, I hadn't seen every trailer because I didn't want to see too much, but from the trailers that I had seen, I was really concerned it was going to be utter shite. Yeah. It didn't look good at all from the trailers, but thankfully... One of the things I thought watching the trailer was it looked like it gave a lot away. It does not. Okay. Like, there's not. I don't think there's really anything in the trailer that I saw anyway that was past the first half hour, mm. and the film went in a different direction than I thought it was going to go and made it better. And I also thought because of that that the cast, the cast was great. Like, it wasn't just. I mean, obviously they brought back all the old 
cast from the first Jurassic Park. Oh, and then Jeff's back, isn't he? Yeah, and uh, like Dr. Ian Malcolm. Like, oh, sorry, that is him. It's Dr. Grant. Um, mm. And I can't remember the name of the female now. Dr. Tilly. Absolutely not. Is it not? No. I had uh, I had a one in one billion short. But yeah, it was good seeing the the old cast and the new cast together, like which was cool. And they also had new people that were in that made a big difference as well. Like I thought the casting was great. Uh, one of the villains actually was. Do you remember the show? I'm not even going to be able to... No, it's gone. I can't even remember the show myself now. It was a show that was built on a murder mystery almost set in the future. And the guy... Twin Peaks? No, it was only a couple of years ago. And the guy... I don't think he could remember anything. Oh, Flash... Is it... Uh, flash Forward or something? No. Breakpoint? No, it's gone. I don't know. But the, one of the the, the... the girl who played his sister in it, she was one of the villains and she was excellent as well. The show was called Altered Carbon. Oh, that was really, really good. Mm. It was only in for like a season or two seasons. They made a second oh, season, yeah, and it was a different cast. It was, well, that's the whole point of the show. Yeah, because they can enter different bodies. Aye, that was fucking awesome, actually. Yeah. That I'm sure there was three. There's a three. But see the, so see the girl that played the sister in the first season? Aye. So she is one of the villains in it and she's really good. Right. Okay. But yeah, yeah just o- overall, like I would I genuinely highly Two recommend seasons. it. Yeah. And we are, of course, as was announced in the past week, getting Jurassic World Evolution 2 Domination DLC of sorts. Oh, oh. yeah. It's like a dinosaur kind of builder game, is it? Like a park builder. Yeah, it's a, it's almost like... Dinosaur what kind of game? Uh, Jurassic World Evolution. It's like a Jurassic... Uh, it's it's a, a more serious version of like Two Point Hospital, but building a, yeah. building a dinosaur park. Oh my God. It, I played the first one. I haven't played the second one yet. The second one's on Game Pass, I think. Mm. Um, but I, Holy shit. I played the first one and it was fun, don't be wrong, but they went too in-depth with it. Like there was aye, a lot of... series. It's fucking dinosaurs. Aye. They made, I suppose dinosaurs are real. They made it so that you could like you could properly mix the DNAs to make new dinosaurs, oh, well, okay. which was kind of cool. But at the same mm. point, see how the sort of goofiness and funness of Two Point Hospital. Mm. I wanted that, but with dinosaurs, okay. and it was mm. more serious than that. Like, I'm sure I've said before, but you could still leave the cage doors open and have the dinosaurs just rampage through the whole park, which was great fun. That's my T Rex. <laughs> I'm pretty, sure he's, I'm pretty sure you've done a T-Rex before and it's always spectacular. <laughs> I don't, I don't think you've ever failed with a T-Rex. And the arms are perfect. It's almost a shame that this is just an audio podcast because he's nailed the arms. Do we tiny arms? Absolutely nailed them. He's bread. But yeah, definitely go and see Jurassic World Dominion. It was, it was right good. It was right good. It was rat good, so it was. It was a rat laugh. And to be, see, to be fair as well, the cinemas time. came right down in price. No like, wonder they need to get folk in the door. I know, but just see, considering what it was like. I mean, if you think like pre-pandemic, like I remember paying like twelve pound for a ticket and stuff like that. Yeah. But like when we went, yeah. to see, I'm sure when we went to see Uncharted. It was a fiver, yeah. and then 
I got me and Nathan, because I knew the film was two and a half hours, I got as the premium seats. Oh, did you now? Splash out. Seven pound for a premium well, seat. Well, I don't get that treatment when I get taken on a date to the cinema. When do you get taken on dates? Exactly. <laughs> Somebody needs to look after the kids. Same. I saw I was told on the Discord earlier. <laughs> a, date, a date to the cinemas. Uh, that's not a good date, Jess. You want, you want them to take you for a meal? Ah, you go for a meal then in the cinema. Right, fair enough. Where you can, <laughs> where you can splash out and yeah. indulge yourself. That's true. Spend, actually, spend time together and ah, not just sit on screen. So and let him can... know that you're not going to be taken for granted. I will be enjoying this steak. <laughs> yeah, 22 inch fucking T bone. I can't help but feel that I've been set up really badly here today. <laughs> by, the, by the two of you. But you also bring these things on yourself. I don't mm-hmm. think so. Yeah. Just wait till we get to the bin section. No. Thank you. I'm blameless. <laughs> so, what have you played, Jess? Well, our pick of the week last week was The Quarry. And so we have jointly, we've both had the controller in hand um, and played that because it is quite a, I don't know, cinematic kind of game. I don't know. There's it's a game, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. it's an interactive horror game, and Supermassive Games developed it, published by Two K. It's the spiritual spiritual successor to Until Dawn for anyone who's played that. But it's you know it's not a sequel. It's a totally different story. Same same different developers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same idea, um, but it's a different setting. It's set at Hacker, Hackett's Quarry. Yeah, it's called. Um, which is like a, a summer camp. The kids have now left, and it's the kind of camp leaders that Her remain original. on site. But obviously, things are happening in the woods. But um, see, to be fair, that's what they're doing. Like they purposely lean into the tropes. Yeah. Like they're they're going for like a teen slasher yeah. type film, and the cast's really good. Like yeah. it's got the wee guy who was the main character in. Detective Pikachu. Oh, that's where he's from. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got him. It's got the former WCW champion David Arquette. You've said that a few times. What? I didn't. I don't get the wrestling connection. He's a. He was in the wrestling. But was he a wrestler? No. 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 Back in the day, they used him because he was back then. He was a big film star. Uh Like the films he was in were doing well. It was just so, after he'd done Scream, wasn't it? Aye. So after Eric Bischoff cashed in on him and got him to come in and be the champion of the fucking wrestling, which a lot of people... Yeah. It's like a running going, joke because it was so fucking ridiculous. Aye. Like kind he, of like The Rock appearing in Summer Games Fest. Aye, that wasn't great by any <laughs> means. Uh, but that's still more... Like, I mean, this was well out of left field. Like, they also had... It wasn't David Letterman. It was another. They had another like Jay late, Leno. Jay Leno. They had another. They had him who was like a fat fucking fifty-five-year-old TV His presenter, and they had him come in and do a tag team match with Hulk Hogan. Right. Right. So usual wrestling nonsense. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like a running joke. Everyone hates the fact that he was WCW champion. So I like to bring it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's in it, and it's I, I, to be fair, like there's so many other people that like. I can't think who they are, but I'm like, I recognise yeah, that person. Yeah, no, it's well cast. And yeah, so far so good. Obviously, we'll not go into spoilers and things like that um, for anyone who's not yet picked up and played it. But it's good. The only thing that we did kind of notice was there was a wee bit of, I don't know. Screen tearing. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, it, I mean, don't be wrong, right. it looks amazing, but when you were spinning around the camera, like, right. you could, I don't know, just about like, oh, it doesn't quite look so good. If you're not moving the camera and you're just moving the character about, they move perfectly mm-hmm. fine. The graphics are fucking excellent as well. But if you start using the right stick to move well, the camera no, about... that's not good enough. You can only see if you don't do this, it works perfect. But if you start moving the camera around, the whole background becomes bloody, like as if you're spinning around and like mm. something too fast, mm. which is really off-putting. effect and it's no... Yeah. And yeah. It, a thing that I don't like, but it's not a detriment to the game by any means, but see, when you hit pause, whatever character <laughs> you're on, it's their fucking face on the screen, like right close up, and they're like blinking and looking at you. Uh, it's creepy as... Yeah, yeah, super massive to that in a lot, and it mm. looks—it just looks like they're looking right into your soul. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have to change. And you're like, channel. "There's a reason I've paused this here. I, <laughs> I, need, I, a, I need a moment to recover. Like. Don't need you fucking judging me." <laughs> but I know it is good. It's definitely good so far. Hopefully, get more done later this week. Mm-hmm. Looks quite good. We'll have a review up as well. Um, SJ Hollis was reviewing it for us, and she emailed me the review earlier today, so I'll have it up by cool. the time this goes live. And I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I know she really liked it. Yeah, I think it'd be hard not to. Yeah, if you know what you're getting with yeah. it, I would say. Um, anything else? Good old Lonely Mountains Downhill. Although, what was I called it the other day when I said I was playing it? The Lonely Island. Lonely Island. I was like, no, wait, that's... Has it got some DLC or something? <laughs> uh, no, I just jumped back into it for a oh, bit, of, right, cool. bit of time passing, to be honest. Ah, um, it's, nice. it's a nice wee game, isn't it? Yeah, just that. I've, I've, I'm the same, I've kept it on mm. the computer. There's quite a lot of courses that I've not managed to get like expert in and stuff yet, so yeah. I feel like I need to kind of tick same. it off a bit more. Um, ah, it's a good thing to just chip away at. Mm. But then it's like, I don't know, see, having not played it for quite a while... I'm like, oh, I need to re-familiarise myself uh, with the controls. Because uh, uh, it comes up like your best time on this like section of the course and I'm like way off. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's not necessarily, especially on the later levels, the easiest thing to just pick up and be like, like jump straight back into like... Yeah. It's not totally pick up and play. Nah. It's so much fun though. Yeah. Aye. But yeah, I mean, obviously I'm now a cyclist, so... You know, oh, that's true. Into... You've been in what, four cycles now? Yeah, four cycles. Right. Although... Embarrassingly, some guy overtook me on a bike. <laughs> and I was mortified. And he kind of turned around and went, hi. And I'm like, fucking dick, over, just overtaking me. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I, I didn't tell you. Oh, did I tell you I got run over? Yeah, I saw your post. Well, aye, but no one knows about this on the podcast. So, oh, what happened? Aye. Well, they don't want to know this. They can't really. Oh, but you get knocked over. Mm. Are you kidding? That love bad stuff happening to us. If it was me, they'd be doing a fucking rain dance. <laughs> Maybe not so much for you because they like you, but uh, tell us about it. Well, just it was at Morrison's car park, and it wasn't at the bit you thought it would be at, which was the zigzag crossing. Yeah, where you're supposed to cross, where, where you should have been crossing. Where you cross. Aye, so that's no, not no, that's no, not no, where not you were. I'm up the, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no, fault. No. His fault. If I'm <laughs> up where I was, you don't use that bit. All right, don't use um, the crossing point. So you walk straight up. <clears throat> there's a road that comes. So the cars would be coming from behind me. I stand up onto this little curb section that's got chips and stones on it. I'm waiting for this woman to pass by. She's on my right. And uh, I can't see in the car brilliantly because of the sun glare. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like stuck in limbo, and I'm like, "Is she letting me go? Am I not? What's happening?" 
and the minute I plant both feet on the on the road, uh-huh. she goes Voo! and fucking revs up her engine, and I'm on the bonnet before I know it, and, <laughs> and then I'm on the ground, uh, like a few seconds later. You know what I mean? Uh, and I was just like, having a, fl- a flash. I just like that. You know what I mean? Um, and she's obviously really apologetic and I'm like as you would be when you knock someone over <laughs> you should be yeah <laughs> and I was like sorry sorry and I'm not hurt I just got a fright which is true I'm gonna, I hurt my leg a wee bit but um, it was more just get the fright of my life man. aye they not expect it but aye that's that I got, I got run over <laughs> that fucking place honestly I've said I'm sure I've said it multiple times in this podcast that fucking car park is one of the worst places in the world yeah. there's nothing worse than a Morrison's car park not of one of them sports. can drive loads of blind spots in that one but it's the folk as well they're fucking idiots most of them are folk that shouldn't be driving mm. I don't know why all these old plodders go to Morrison's because it's not even the cheapest place but they all go there yeah I, I don't know why I, I mean I've <laughs> It's like the fucking walking dead. It is. It's like the walking dead. And it's in the place as well. go at the weekends, but I stay away at the weekends. Um, so after after the Ludo Championship. But it's got stuff that I, I like. You know what I mean? Uh, that I eat. I, oh, I do, to be fair, I do quite like the food in Morrison's. It's the fucking people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got, they've got uh, crisps they do that are cracking. Oh. They like Morrison's own. I don't know. Oh, they right. big kind of bags, right? But they do. I can't even remember. I think it's share like, bags. Yeah, that he, that he doesn't share. Yeah. Coming that, from you, I <laughs> done direct speech marks. Share bags. You could nobody shares them. You could count on one hand the amount of times that I've opened one of those share bags and finished it in one sitting, and you could count on one hand the amount of times that you've got, <laughs> Jessica. Right. Well, I'm at like fourteen thousand steps today. How many are you at, Craig? I was driving for 11 today. Right. Mm-hmm. That's your excuse. Pretty much. I'm winning the step challenge. Ah, right. Uh, I have also been playing the quarry and also have the same opinions that I just gave two minutes ago. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Done. Uh, I've been playing it together, so uh, it's really good. Uh, I also played just a bit more of the stuff I was talking about last week, but there's fucking... Spoke, already spoke about it um, but one thing that's cool so with all the game shows over the last week I think they did do this last year but maybe there's just more that appeal to me this year they on doesn't really necessarily help for console gamers but see on PC a lot of the games that have been shown over the last week have had then had demos released mm-hmm. on Steam and it's fucking awesome there's like about a hundred demos that have come out and it's of games that are coming to console that look really fucking good uh, and so one of them uh, since we never we'll go into this later but we never fucking got golden eye on xbox some legend has went and made... golden 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 it's a golden it's a golden What we could maybe do is we could maybe get you to make a Bond song for this knockoff game. Uh, there you go. I wrote a Christmas song. I need to still show you something. You do. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure what the developer is, but there's a game that's been made and it's called Agent 64. 
Spies Never Die. And Agent I mean, 64, Spies Never Die. I'm hearing that already. Yep. <laughs> Agent sixty four Agents never die Agents never try And you could probably sell it to them as well. So I mean there's absolutely no question that what this game is going for is Goldeneye. They've kept the same like polygon style, everything about it. And it's fucking awesome. It's really cool. I mean, it's a total GoldenEye ripoff. They've clear. I mean, the fact that they've called the agent and then sixty four mm. after the N sixty four, like they're not even trying to hide it. They're clearly like going, if we make everyone aware that this is a GoldenEye oh, ripoff, we'll maybe get Nintendo more. 64. We'll maybe get more sales from it. So the demo that's out, it's on Steam and it's fucking really cool. It's just like an updated. Goldeneye, like the levels are slightly different and stuff like that, but the gameplay is pretty much identical. Uh, one thing that was interesting though, I couldn't properly get my controller to sync with the laptop, and so I had to use mouse and keyboard, which I cannot stand. No, that's but, a horrible way of playing games. Well, see, the thing is, this is the first time I've ever played a first person shooter with a mouse and keyboard. Fuck me, it was actually really good. See, for the aiming and stuff like that, it was really, really fucking cool. <laughs> I might actually just keep playing it that way. Um, and it's obviously yeah, such like a low-intensive game because, I mean, the laptop I was using for it is fucking anything but a gaming laptop yeah, and the so. thing was running at 60 frames a second. So I'm going to put out a video of it, but it's fucking really cool. Uh, and the other game was do you remember we're talking about midnight fight express it was the game that looked like sifu where it was like made by i think it's like actually it's maybe one guy and uh, it's like a brawler and it just looked Mm. really fucking cool well it is really fucking cool they put a demo of that out and you get to play like the first five levels so i made a video for that it's up on youtube but it's fucking really 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 good when you first start playing, I, I was like, oh, this is a bit too basic because it's just one, it's just the X button to punch and all you were doing, like that was the only attack. And I was like, it looks fucking great. It plays really well, but it's a bit fucking basic. But as mm. you went further on, they unlocked new stuff to the point where you could start picking up all the stuff in environments. You can pick up chairs, you can pick up it and just start fucking lobbing mm. them. And it's really, really good. And it was, we'll get into, I suppose, in the show note and the news notes but it's coming to game pass day one now as well in august so it looks fucking great and from what i played of it it's fucking excellent and i would highly recommend it so for anyone who is primarily a console gamer like they just really need a steam account to be able to download these free demos you can't play them you can't play them on console you have to play them on computer yeah that's what i mean so it's just, I, I guess That's it's just... That's what she meant, Craig. It's just easier, I think, for them to put these demos on Steam rather than on consoles. Because mm. there was a couple that came to console, but most of them were Steam. And I've got still like about another seven that I haven't checked out yet. Uh, that WrestleQuest game, the like wrestling RPG that's got like Andre the Giant and oh, Jake the yeah. Snake and that. There was a demo for that put up, so I've downloaded it, but I haven't had a chance to try it. There was a demo for Destroy All Humans 2, which I've downloaded and haven't had a chance to try. There's just been too much gaming news just, that we've uh, had not a chance to even play games this week. Slacking's just giving up in this whole, <laughs> whole endeavour. I've played fuck if all. You're not gonna, the, if the weekends you're not went so put fast. Your back into it, you know what I mean? I can do it. Put my back into it. Put your back into it. Put your ass into it. <laughs> Nintendo 64. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there's... One or two other things I've been playing, but I'll come to that later. 
Okay, before I jump to the news then, just a couple of new items on the website, puredeadgaming.com. As you probably know, we run alongside this podcast and we post all our written reviews, should audio not be your thing, or should you want to supplement your audio with also written. What can people read this week, Craig? Uh, SG Hollis's review of The Quarry and my review of the Nacon Revolution X Pro Controller. That's a fucking long title, isn't it? Yeah. I wrote that. <laughs> That's I wrote that and thought headline. that was. I wrote that and thought that was acceptable. Wow. Yep. And there's also a couple of let's plays on YouTube, and there'll be more by the time this goes yeah. live because I need to get through these demos at some point. More, more. Lots you more. Want more. Okay, okay, let's jump into this week's news then. News, news. I was believing. The- Bringing you the news with your digging team. Always um, as we sort of mentioned, there's been a lot of new game demos, showcases, etc. So first up, let's take a look back to Summer Games Fest, which was last Thursday. And as tends to be the case, the reaction online has been rather mixed. And rather than going through all the 40 games that were shown, let's just kind of, between us, pick a few that we like the best, perhaps. As I said, we have done a deep dive podcast, um, which Craig and Donnie did. So you can check that out, Pure Dead Gaming Afterlife, episode one, for all the Summer Game Fest chat. But yeah, Craig, let's... Well, Feels like it was ages ago. That it does. <laughs> See, on one hand, I was talking about the weekend to somebody at work today, and this weekend passed so fast because I don't know. I, I know I only went to the cinema for two and a half hours, but it sort of took out the whole of Sunday, mm. and I didn't really feel like the weekend lasted any length of time. But then, if I think back to that summer game fest show, it feels like it was <laughs> fucking a month ago. Weird. Um, yeah, Port were a bit negative on it. I think. Like, I thought they showed a lot of cool stuff, but. People seemed, I don't know, I think it was because there wasn't that many big surprises. Like, it was mostly they were showing content of games that we knew were coming. But the games they showed, I thought, were fucking cool. I didn't think there was an issue with it. Like I say, I just didn't think people got the sort of big surprises. I think you're right, because they, they sort of ended the show with The Last of Us, which a part of that leaked prior to the show, so people kind of knew that was coming. And then also... it. I don't know, it's... You could tell they were fucking raging about that as well. Yeah. Because that Neil Druckmann was there for the reveal of The Last of Us remake and they came out and him and Jeff Keighley sort of made a bit of a joke about it but you could tell both of them were yeah. fucking fuming. Because that was their, that was their you know, show stopper moment, I guess, Aye. meant to be, but Aye. actually it just didn't really pan Aye. out. And You kind of laughed it off, but it was through gritted teeth. Yeah. Um, I also think, like... The fact that there wasn't a big E3 this year, like, I don't know, it kind of made sense because there just, there aren't the games there. Like, people are kind of being negative towards this, but if, like, if E3 did happen, I think the the games just aren't ready. There there isn't... There's not that much coming out for the rest of the year. Uh And I I think everyone's very cautious at the moment of showing too much and then going, see you in 2025. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Um, So I I think 
that was part of it. But I thought Summer Game Fest was good. Like, yeah, I mean, certainly there's stuff that I'm like, ooh. They showed more of that Callisto protocol, which I think looks fucking amazing. It looks like the Dead Space fucking sequel that we never got. Like, the next instalment of Dead Space that we never got. Like, it looks brilliant. They showed more of that. The gameplay looked, I thought, really good. I know some folk weren't that keen on it, but I thought it looked fucking excellent. Um... Uh, the three highlights for me were probably that. There was a game called American Arcadia, which is like an indie game, but it, to me it looked like the Truman Show. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, so it was like you were like trying to, the whole, your whole life was being broadcast by the looks of things, and then you had people in your ear trying to like help you get out. Yeah, you seem to kind of, your character lives in this like massive city that's been created, I guess, for the entertainment of a television yeah. show. Um, and then I think it was something to do with like if your ratings drop, then you're kind of hunted. Mm. Um, I had a bit like a, what's that show? Black Mirror? I had a bit of yeah, a Black Mirror yeah. vibe to it. And it was like 70s style. It was quite cool. Um, so yeah, I think there's a bit kind of a combination of platform and action styles and kind of puzzles as you try and get out the city and out of the sort of world that you're in. But yeah, it looks... <laughs> Somebody going by in a hog. Um, but yeah, I thought it looked really cool. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. So uh, that and Midnight Fight Express I thought looked fucking great as well. They showed that off. Yeah, but I, I think the main thing, obviously, at the end was that thing with Naughty Dog. Like, they had like this big presentation. They showed off The Last of Us remake, which I honestly just think not a waste of time, but I don't know. Like The Last of Us is probably my favourite game ever, but there was... <sighs> I mean, today they're celebrating the nine-year anniversary of when it launched on PlayStation 3. And then a year later, it was brought out on PlayStation 4. So it, it's a nine- or an eight-year-old game being completely remade. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I mean, I know why, because it's going to sell loads of copies crazy, and yeah. the TV show is coming out, but I don't know. Oh, there you go. The TV uh, show. But the, the TV show, the first season of the TV show is pl- is playing through the first game. So you're like, you've remade a game that's going to be the exact same story as the fucking TV show. I just, I don't know. Like I say, The Last of Us is probably my favourite game ever, but I'm, out of principle, I'm not buying the game. I will not be reviewing the game. Like, it looks... It well, does, I will, so <laughs> buy for me. <laughs> it does look better, but it doesn't look that much better. No, they did a side-by-side, yeah. certainly. And yeah, you can see the the improvements. But... I'm sure it'll play a lot better and stuff like that as well, but it's you can't remake a game that's eight-year-old mm. and charge 70 quid for it and be like, aye, on you go. And not give us golden eye. And not give us golden eye, aye. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, they, they also... That wasn't all they did, though. They, it, Neil Druckmann also said they did another project on the go, which he wouldn't talk about. So that was a bit of a cock tease. And then... <laughs> They did talk about factions, the standalone multiplayer game a bit. And so they gave us a bit more information about that. They said that it would be as big as like any of their other games. It's going to have a narrative as well. So it seems like it's going to be one of these live service games that Sony's making. And that kind of concerns me as well. That's not what I want Naughty Dog doing. Mm. I mean, maybe it'll be great if anyone's going to pull it off like Naughty Dog will. They're fucking excellent. But I don't know. Like, I was saying this before, like, my concern... I don't care about them charging 70 quid for a Last of Us remake. The thing I care about is that they've spent a year making a Last of Us remake, and that year they could have been making something new. You never know what else to have split a team into. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You never know. Like, it would be one thing if it was 10 years from now, but you're like, come on, man. Like, fucking eight years ago. Eight years. But, 
Can we talk about Goat Simulator 3? <laughs> Fuck off, I knew you'd want to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. I have, like, I don't know, fond slash painful memories of Goat Simulator. Mm-hmm. Because, because it was never off our TV. Uh-huh, it was, yeah, not, yeah. By, not from us. Nathan, was he was obsessed Nathan. with it. Yeah. Um, and he couldn't play games at the time. He just loved watching it. So I had to sit and play the game every night. Yeah. And he would just sit and go, ha, 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 slap his thigh. I thought it was hilarious. Right. But what happened to Goat Simulator 2? Yeah. I think I think that's just part of the joke. Right. I'm not sure, but there there wasn't a Goat Simulator 2. No, there two. wasn't. And this is Goat Simulator 3, but yeah. I think it's just them being widows. Yeah, probably. I'm 100% having a go of it, though. I need to play it. I need yeah. to see what's there. Ah, it's... Good because fun. It, it is fun, yeah. Jumping about like a goat for some reason. I don't, I don't know what the appeal is, but it's obviously the... oh, there because folk play it. Yeah. I, I think it was just a joke because they did when the trailer started. It was the exact same trailer as Dead Island Two. Yeah, I watched them um, like a side by side of them mm-hmm. as well. It started like... exactly the same, and everyone's been waiting for Dead Island Two to come back because there was rumours that it's going to be out in a couple of months. Right. So it was likely to be shown at mm. this. And they fucking knew that and they went and stole the exact same intro and then all of a sudden a goat just yeah. whacks the guy out of the way. Jokes, it's a goat. I wonder how the Dead Island folk felt about that. There's <laughs> probably, probably a copyright claim in there somewhere. Um, yeah, the other thing I was quite interested in was High Water. Um, it's like an indie title. It's quite colourful, playful strategy game, I guess. It's got a bit of a sombre undertone, I think, though. Um as the name sort of suggests, it seems to be focusing on like a world ravaged by the effects of global warming, resulting in high water levels. There was no date, but seems a bit far fetched. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, no date, but I think it, it will be at some point this year. So, yeah, I'm intrigued by that one. Seems like something I might be. Yeah, imagine. I like the look of it. Let's um, go. Obviously, Cuphead DLC will be purchased in our house because the boy is obsessed. So, yeah. We were watching that with some other people and they were like, that looks really hard. And at the same time, Nathan was in the room and he was going, these bosses look a lot easier on the DLC. <laughs> oh, fuck off, you wee knob. Yeah. Such a But I mean, up. folk have been kind of waiting quite a while for this because it was like originally announced in 2018. So it's... Aye, four years for DLC. Yeah. Um, delicious last course. It's a clever name. Yes, I see what they do. And I'm sure it'll be good. And it's probably going to be a decent amount of content yeah. that Nathan will bang through in about an hour. Yeah, probably. Probably. Anything else tickle your pickle from that? or? Oh, no. Just, well, I thought the whole show was good. I, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was better than the show we're about to talk about. But, um, nah, no, it was good. Okay, and yeah, like you said, you have discussed it more in more depth. Um, on the other podcast so Xbox and Bethesda they held a joint event on Sunday night and again they showed off a lot of interesting games this showcase chose to focus on only games that are releasing in the next 12 months on Game Pass so kind of highlighted that there's a lot of games that are further out than this you know if it wasn't shown it's not going to be coming in the next 12 months most likely See, to be fair, it was actually quite a clever way of telling you that stuff was further out mm. without actually having to go, without actually having to tell you, which yeah. would, I think, cause a lot of negativity. Definitely, yeah. So, like, even just the likes of 
Fable, Indiana Jones, Perfect Dark, Hellblade 2, Outer Worlds 2, Elder Scrolls 6, Avowed, State of Decay 3. These are all games that have been announced and not one of them was shown, mm. which means that they're definitely not coming out in the next 12 months, at least. And that's a fucking lot. Which is kind of cool because you can go, oh, there's loads of games still coming, but it underlines that Microsoft's first party are nowhere near ready. No. Which is a bit disappointing because... You want some of those fucking games. Yeah. The kind of main news, I guess, though, was Starfield. Uh, we saw some gameplay of that as opposed to the what, eight seconds we've seen previously. Yeah. Aye, they showed it off a fair bit. It's weird. Like, I don't know. When I watched it live, we were watching it like a 1080 stream and it looked a bit ropey. Didn't look particularly great. It looked all right. It, lo- it basically looked like Fallout 4 or... Skyrim in space, which is kind of what we thought it was going to be. I think the issue is that there was people had built up in their head that this was going to be the next level of gaming, mm. whereas I don't think it was ever necessarily going to be. When you watch the trailer back, though, it does look cool. Like it's it looks good. The problem I would have is that the frame rate was dropping constantly, uh, and then in the background at one point there's a guy walking about with his head on backwards. Oh, I never noticed that. Aye. Somebody pointed it out. There was just a, a guy in the background. His fucking head's round the wrong way. Oh, do you think they would have cut that bit out at least? Well, that's the thing. Like what they've done. Anytime they do these demos, they find like the best sort of five minutes that they yeah, can, and that's yeah. what they show. Yeah. So if the best five minutes they could find included a guy with his fucking head on backwards, then I don't think this is coming out in the no, next twelve months. And they they already dated it and then pushed it back. So like yeah. But I think I think they'll aim for it, and then early twenty twenty three, I think it'll get pushed again. Mm. Which I mean, they need to get it right. So yeah, if they true, have to, they have true. to. But it did look cool. There was loads of customization options. You can customize your ship. You can do the building from Fallout Four. Look like loads of customization with the characters. Like it looks like a fucking cool game. It's not maybe necessarily my thing, but. What, you don't fancy 1,000 planets? Oh, fuck that. Honest to God. See, as soon as he said that, I was sitting next to you and I just started fucking groaning. Even Castles, he was here and he was like, oh my God, why? Instantly you're just going, why are you making the No Man's Sky mistake? Why are you doing it? Just have fucking 20 planets that are like really interesting to explore, really cool, lots of fucking stuff. Over 1,000 planets. Fuck off. It's a bit much, isn't it? Aye, and it'll be that procedural generation stuff. There's no way they've actually went in and fucking detailed a thousand planets. Yeah, no way. True. Unless it's no joke for another ten years. <laughs> fucking hell, man. Aye, that was... I don't know. It was one of those things where they obviously expect everyone to be like, holy shit! And you know, everyone's like, oh, no. No. <laughs> we saw Kojima. He made an appearance. Nah, he's making an Xbox game. Mm-hmm. Said fuck all else about it. Yeah, that was pretty much <laughs> of it. Of course. <laughs> he basically just came out and was like, I'm making an Xbox game. In Japanese, obviously, because nah, he doesn't cause speak he English. Doesn't, he doesn't make an attempt at all. <laughs> but uh, he came out and was like, I'm making an Xbox game. And then I uh, talked about the power of the cloud and then went away. But So we talked we talked last week about that. So there was like a trailer that leaked to... a journalist that was for a game called Overdose made by Kojima mm-hmm. and he'd asked them to take it down and they were like ah, nah. <laughs> so we don't know if it's that game or if it's a different game like he might be making more than one because he never said anything about it no it did not give much away at no. all and it was clearly the one thing that wasn't coming in the next 12 months because mm. it's Kojima and he'll take 
as long as he needs, obviously. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, I didn't particularly think it was that great a showcase for me. Like, there was lots of cool stuff at it, but the type of games that I like weren't necessarily there. Like, they showed Diablo 4, which loads of folk were like, fucking yes, Diablo 4. I don't care about Diablo, so that wasn't really for me. Like, there's a lot of folk that are excited about Overwatch 2. Again, don't I don't care. We saw Forza Motorsports again, not your thing. I'll probably pick that one up and play it, but... Yeah, it did look cool, don't get me wrong, and I will try it, but I can't see me liking it more than Horizon yeah. 5. Yeah. So, again, like, it wasn't necessarily my thing. Um... They showed a Plague Tale, but they never gave a release date. Although apparently that's coming next week. They're going to do. They're showing a Plague Tale at like some film festival or something like that, and they said they're going to give a release date then, which that's weird. Mm. Um, they're releasing Flight Simulator again because they've got nothing else to bring out, which is fucking weird. It came come out a year and a half ago. <laughs> I know it's the fortieth anniversary, but it's not a fucking new game. Nice yeah. try. Um, yeah, I don't know, like. The hot, there's Forza Horizon 5 DLC coming out but it's fucking Hot Wheels again and like everybody was like when the leak came out that it was going to be Hot Wheels everyone was disappointed and then it got released it got shown off and everyone was like yeah and I'm like this is the same thing you were all not happy about before it got released mm. when it got leaked but I don't know it'll be good again but it's not again what I wanted mm. Um, but yeah on the plus side I thought Redfall looked good it looked a lot like Deathloop but with vampires and some extra bells and whistles, like a bit like Left 4 Dead as well. Mm. So I thought it, it looks promising. Um, Pentiment, that was the game from Obsidian. It's like a small game, a murder mystery that they're doing. Like at first when I saw it, I thought it looked really mobile-like and shit. But then I saw another trailer tonight on that extended thing that Microsoft okay. did. And on that, I was like, that actually looks quite good. Okay. So I'm quite happy about that. And that is coming this year. In November, um, yeah, and that As Dusk Falls game I thought was quite cool. The kind of narrative game, and it's due out in July. Yeah. so uh, There was there was ups and downs, but I just the, the big stuff for me was stuff I'm not interested. Yeah. And like they announced that Persona's coming to Xbox, and that is a huge thing, but I don't care about Persona. I get how big a deal it is, but I don't care. And all the stuff, see all this, the mobile stuff that Riot Games make, it's all coming to Game Pass. And again, that's a huge deal if you like that stuff. But I don't. So I think it was a good conference. It just wasn't the kind of stuff that I was looking for. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I think for me, like the couple of games I'm interested in, Grounded, which I know is already out, but the um, sort of development efforts are now kind of confirmed to be culminating in a version 1.0 release in September. Um Hopefully there'll be no uh, bugs in that one. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. Just getting it mm. It is a game that you're. It's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Um. It, yeah, it looks really cool, and I think it's building and crafting and all that kind of stuff. I think I might actually kind of co-op it with Nathan, our son. That's a good idea. Actually, I think I. he would actually. I. That's a good idea. Um. Although will we have to like sit upstairs and downstairs. Unless you move two TVs into the same... Um, we'll get another TV. No, 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 no. Let's not go down that road. What a, a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Got to take these opportunities when you can get them. He's been nagging at me for a long time for a new TV. and We don't need a new TV. We don't. Um, and obviously he'll also really enjoy the My- Minecraft Legends that um, 
Yeah. Got shown his veil, that I know that'll be up his street. So. Oh, there was a game, The Last Case of uh, Benedict Fox. That looked really yeah. good. I like the look of that. For me, it looked like a Switch game, though. Yeah, I'll give you that. Aye. Yeah. But I'll play it if it comes to Switch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I suppose, I'll, uh, yeah, like you say, it was what it was. The one issue I've got, so in the last couple of days, I've listened to a lot of different podcasts and some of them have been reviewing the Xbox Showcase and, and every single one of them, they're good podcasts, like mm-hmm. all spoke really well about each game and whatever, including like the Afterlife show today, like again, they spoke really well about it, but in every podcast, the one thing I keep hearing over and over and over and over again is I'll try it. Well, I may as well try it because it's on Game Pass. Yeah. And like, while I totally agree with that, and I'm the same, we'll try it because it's on Game Pass. Like that, I feel like unfortunately, the now that's what Xbox is becoming. Like, how many of those games that were shown on Sunday would you buy if you had to actually buy it? Mm. And I feel like, see, with like PlayStation, like see when they bring out God of War, everyone's like, I'm fucking buying that. I am buying that. Like as much as I'm on about Last of Us, folk will be like, I'm fucking buying that. And, like, I get with Xbox, you don't have to, but, like, how many of these games, if you had to buy them, would you buy them? Mm-hmm. And it feels like, it's almost like, I know they're going for a Netflix approach, but it feels like they're just like, here's a hundred games, try them all and you might like five of them. <laughs> and that's not necessarily what I want. This is my problem with subscription services. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of these games are just like, oh, well, it's okay, because it's just part of a subscription service anyway. Whereas, would you release it like that if you had to actually sell it to people? And I feel like the answer a lot of times, no. Like, they showed off a new game by the guy that made Limbo, and it looked fucking guff. I couldn't, I was raging. Like, I loved Limbo and I loved Inside, and then they showed, I mean, it's not the full team, but it's the guy that was like the creative director or something, and it was this 3D game that looked really puzzle heavy, and I was like, this looks crap. It looked hard also. Just look garbage, yeah. and I'm like, it's come to Game Pass, and everyone's like, oh, so I'll try it because it's on Game Pass. I'm like, well, on you go. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, decent show. If you want to hear more about it, uh, download that other podcast with those two wankers. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'd have got me at one point, and I don't fucking appreciate it. <laughs> and I submitted a question, and they didn't fucking read it out. What was your question? I'll read it out, Craig. Just get it. It's fucking raging. I listened to it all the way to the end and I was like, fuck's sake, I wrote a fucking <laughs> question into one podcast and they don't even fucking read it out. Assholes. Okay, so your question was, Craig from Scotland. Mm-hmm. First time, long time listener since episode one and I love the chemistry you two have. How do you both feel in the next 12 months of Xbox and PlayStation look in a head-to-head battle? Well, first of all, I don't like the chemistry they fucking have anymore <laughs> after they can't read out questions. Eh... <laughs> uh, I think Xbox have got more, but I think the stuff that PlayStation have is higher quality. Yeah, I actually like totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think Xbox have got more stuff, but I don't think they've got anything that will touch Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And despite my hesitation about it, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. So the answer is get both, if you can. <laughs> Apart from the fact that they're not in stores and fucking have to chib your granny to get one. Um, 
During the Capcom showcase on Monday night, the studio lifted the lid on lots of Resident Evil-related goodness. First up, we saw future plans for Resident Evil Village. The entire campaign will be playable in third person. There's also new Mercenaries content coming. And finally, Story DLC was announced, labelled Shadow of Rose, and will also be played from a third person perspective only. Next up, the focus switched to Resident Evil 7, Biohazard and Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remake. All three games had a current-gen version drop as the show aired with 4K resolution resolution targeting 60fps, ray tracing, 3D audio and DualSense integration on PlayStation. What is your thoughts on this? That's quite cool, getting Resident Evil 8 in third person. I'd actually consider playing it again in third person. Do you think it'll be less scary? Because that's the only way I would... Ah, yeah, it will be a wee bit. Because you're not the person, you're yeah. the third you're person. A <laughs> yeah. That's why first person's so... In so intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think in, in Village, there was a couple of times, especially in that mansion with that big bastard with the tits, that you would turn around and she was fucking right there and you'd be like face to face with her chest. And you'd be like, never been so scared by cleavage in my life. Scary. Or she'd just kind of, hi there. Yeah. And be like right up at you. And you'd be like, fuck. Whereas in third person, I think you can, you can sort of, disassociate yourself a wee bit yeah. and be like oh that's that sucks for that guy <laughs> instead of fuck <laughs> so I think it makes it less scary which is it does it's kind of a good thing in a way but it's an interesting thing that they're bringing third person to it that's a lot of work I thought it was interesting well so they'd see the DLC that comes out it's only third person so it's so the, a first person game and then the DLC is only going to be third person which makes me wonder like See the next Resident Evil game? Are they are they going to go back to third person? Is this a sort of sample? Are they testing it out and then? Yeah, because yeah, it's one thing if you just go, oh, you can now play the game in third person if you want. Fuck off! But the actual new content that's coming out is only third person. And it might be alright. I, I liked Village. I thought it was really good. And it's always cool that they. I mean, this is how you take note, Naughty Dog. This is how you drop a current gen fucking patch with ray tracing and. Dual sense integration for free at no notice. Not for 70 quid. Noted. Oh, and also the, the that add on for the Resident Evil Reverse, the online game. I think it was supposed to come with Resident Evil Village or 3 or something like that, and it got delayed. It's coming out at the same time as the DLC, and nobody gives a fuck. It looks shit. Nobody's going to play it. I can't believe they've not just cancelled it. Looks terrible. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Okay. Moving on. In a move that can only be seen as a declaration of war, Capcom once again showed off Exoprimal, their new dinosaur horde game. To make matters worse, there is talk of closed network testing. Proceed with caution as this looks offensively bad. It looks really fucking shit. Really shit. Were you hoping for more? I wanted Dino Crisis. Of course you <laughs> fucking, did. <laughs> I don't want this fucking game. It looks so bad. They showed it during this Capcom event last night. I think you'd just fallen asleep. And I was watching it and I'm like, this looks really pixely and crap. I thought my internet was giving in a bit. I was like, this just looks a bit shit. Mm-hmm. And so then afterwards, I went back and watched like an archive stream of it. No, no, that was just the fucking graphics. It looks awful. It's basically just you and there's like fucking a hundred million raptors drop out of the sky and you're just 
punching fuck out of them and shooting them. And oh, it looks awful. It looks so bad. I can't believe they've done it. And then they brought this specky wee guy on that made it, and he was talking. He was like, mm, "Look at, look at me! Hey, this is how they drop the dinosaurs from the sky. Look at- it's the best place possible to drop something from. I know is the sky." I just wanted to punch him and be like, "How dare you! How fucking dare you! Shit on dinosaur and Dino Crisis legacy like this!" And what what dinosaur have they used? Which I think there's there's loads of different ones. There's oh, I think different portals shoot out different yeah. dinosaurs. Oh, For the most right. part, you've seen raptors, but different portals, different dinosaurs. That's how we worked it. That's right. <laughs> he was Chinese, but I think that's how how he was. Was he? Uh, but, <laughs> was I? But, but he might still have sounded like was I don't I? know. I mean, I'd, I'd fucking chinned out. This is the way I talk now because I'm I'm well versed in the world. You know what I mean? He's a fucking widow, honestly. I really hope that they do that network test and nobody fucking turns up. Alright, so really nobody wants this. Cool. That'd make my fucking day. Okay. Next up, in a new interview with VGC, head Sonic Frontiers developer Takashi Izuka? Yep says that the studio has no plans to delay the game as a result of fan feedback. In fact, the Sonic team boss is confident that people will enjoy the game once they actually play it. Quote, We realise a lot of people are watching the videos online and making assumptions, but we do feel confident based on the playtest results from the target demographic that are coming in and playing the game start to finish. They really like the game and we're confident that we're making a game that will be satisfying. Are you? Hi. Hmm, confident we fella, huh? You've got to laugh that... I'd be they, interested to know who, you know, who their t- target demographic is. It's probably a couple of toddlers. Yeah. Because they put out these videos and hardcore Sonic fans were like, that looks shit. <laughs> you need to delay that and make that look less shit. And then they made a hashtag, Delay Sonic Frontiers, and it started trending on the internet. And then this guy's now coming out and going, nah. Still coming out. Please be excited. Yeah. I mean, I suppose the campaign worked with the film to change Sonic because he looked shit before they redid him. So maybe they're thinking the same will apply, but... It doesn't look great. The running about looks quite fun. The combat looks fucking atrocious. And I can't... I mean, he's, he's at it. He's fucking at it. Because it's all the hardcore Sonic fans that are fucking complaining on the internet. So they're not the ones that have been playtesting it. Yeah. So who is your target demographic? Children. It's probably his kid that's fucking too nice to say, Dad, this is shit, by the way. Can't believe you've done this to Sonic. I love the film. Maybe it's the same guy that's making Exoprimal and he just hates gaming. Maybe. Maybe that's true. Okay, wrap-up time for the other bits of news. So the new PS Plus has now launched in the US, despite complete silence from Sony. Full list of the games available would take about an hour to read out, so we're not going to do that. Um, it is worth a Google, though, as there are some crackers included. I also should note that they've delisted like over 200 PlayStation Now games, obviously ahead of the new PS Plus like, oh, no. as well. So... There's classics like God of War and The Last of Us as well as Red Dead Redemption. They're all... Making some space. So, yeah. 
And the next major expansion for Fallout 76 is called Expeditions, The Pit, which will see players travelling beyond the borders of Appalachia. I'm not going to lie, I might have put that in to hear you try to pronounce it. Right. Appalachia, is it like... Appalachia, I'm guessing, but I don't know. What's the thing when your hair goes white? Alopecia. Alopecia, it kind of looks like that, but not... Probably not that. No, it's probably not that. Um... On an expedition to the ruined remains of Pittsburgh, Bright Memory Infinite, the quickfire FPS from FYQD Studio, is coming to PlayStation later in 2022 as well. Done. <laughs> that DLC for uh, Fallout 76 is oh, the same deal. Aye, they're not giving up with that at all. I th- seemingly it does have, like, it's got a small player base, but the small amount of people that are left fucking love it. And I think... I, I honestly think at this point Bethesda just don't want to give up on it because it would prove that they were yeah. wrong. <laughs> and uh, so this latest DLC, to be fair, it's quite good fan service because apparently it's there was DLC for Fallout 3 called The Pit and so it's the same area you're now going back to oh, except okay. in Fallout 76. So that's quite cool returning to an old haunt. Haunt and a lot of the people that played Fallout 3 don't like Fallout 76, so that's an issue. Folk have said it's a lot better. Like, apparently they have now added a single-player story into it and stuff. Aye, but they've had the chance. I know. Plus, because it's still online, you can't use VATS, and that was my favourite thing in the game. I really like being able to slow down time. And you can't do that because you're actually playing with other people. Which is unfortunate. Yes, it is unfortunate. What is also unfortunate... Can we just skip this section? No. I was going to say, what's also unfortunate is whatever lands in this week's bin. It's time for... Could be anything. Everyone's favourite section, Get in the Bin. Get in the bin. <laughs> Get in the bin. If you don't know, we have a section called Get in the Bin and we nominate amongst ourselves and also listeners something, someone an issue, whatever it may be, to go in the bin. There are lots of nominations for this week and I am going to make a small request for future bin nominations to anyone who makes the nomination in the Discord. Please can you put it in the hashtag get in the bin channel because if you just put get in the bin anywhere, I can't find it. No. Come on, the fuck, folk. I know, including myself. I did get nominated but I actually couldn't find the comments because there's so much... (laughs) That's fucking convenient, um, isn't well, it? I know, but I apologise and then I think it got retracted, so it's fine. I'm not I'm not going in the bin. How um, about we put people not putting it in the bin? <laughs> in the bin. Do you know one thing that actually is going in the recycling bin this week, which is a, a sad day for many, um, Internet Explorer. It's actually going in the bin this week. What do you mean it's a sad thing? It's the worst fucking thing imaginable. <laughs> it's one of the worst browsers ever. <laughs> I would sort of say I don't know anyone who still uses it. However, you fucking oh, used no. it in the past. I have to use it because there's a piece of software that only works on Internet Explorer yeah. in my work. However, like, and I'm work. I like contacted IT and was like, "What? But do you know about this? What are we doing about this situation?" And then today, an email got sent to everyone explaining what to do because I don't I don't even think they realised. To be fair, actually, I will say my work laptop. You have to use well, it's Edge browser. 
but you have to use the no, Microsoft. No, we, we still have to use Internet Explorer for a certain program. It doesn't even work yeah. on Edge or Chrome or nothing. Is Edge fucking off as well, no? No, no, no. Edge oh. is the new thing. That's what we have to use instead of Internet Explorer. 27 years it's been about. That's almost as old as me. But not quite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Internet to be Explorer... Fair, to be fair, you've aged better than yeah. uh, Internet Explorer. Thanks. I'll, not, give, I'll give you I'm that. I'm not as slow and... <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. So yeah, my Internet Explorer is in the bin this week, but... Well, that's us then, move on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, nominations for this week that I was able to pull. Apologies if I have missed your nomination. because it was. What if there's something really bad no, that you've not? Nominated? I've got the key ones, don't worry. So Ryan nominated Sony for having the cheek to sell a remake of a remaster for seven quid, which we have spoke about last Terrible. year. Terrible. Stuck on. Um, he also nominated Casey, Casey Anthony for the whole trial the fact that she's not in jail I don't I mean it's baffling if you don't know about that case there are lots of really good podcasts on it Red Handed being one of them yep. covered it we also watched a documentary on it I think possibly on Netflix so yeah a really interesting case if you want to go and check that out TCG Harker nominated Beans Baked Beans I can't remember what that was about but I was slagging him off because he always has uh, makes toasties out of weird stuff and I think I suggested that one of the things was beans but he's not a beans fan don't know why like putting beans in a toasty I think he doesn't like beans in general but I think he was putting tomato hoops in a fucking toasty right it's like it's not like he's a fucking this guy in a discord he's having a go at beans but I what he sent a picture and he was putting tomato hoops in a fucking toasty that's alright but it's just dangerous in what way that be scalding hot, man. When you bit into that, that's true. You'd have to leave it a wee bit. It's like when you forget that you've put a tomato in something and it's oh, fucking yeah. roasting, mm. and then you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna pop into this, pop." Oh, fuck. <laughs> the tomato just, just goes like in your mouth, and there's nowhere to put it because everywhere's burning. Aye. You're just like. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, stuff like that. Another food-related nomination was Squinny's chili chicken pizza with a tin of tuna added and tomato with garlic on top. That was really bad. That was really it, offensive. It was really bad. However... Who opens a tin of tuna and pours it over a pizza? Yeah. It's... That's serial killer stuff. Mm-hmm. But he also eats chips and cream eggs. That's true. So... What is that him? Disgusting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't believe he did it. Uh, it was amazing. The chips amazing. look shit as well. I know. <laughs> like, that's the thing. You've got to find your chip. You know what I mean? Mm. Do you know what I mean by that? I mean, I'll eat any chips, but I do have preferences do for you, chips, yeah. Would you... Do you eat any chip, though? Yes. Right, because I don't. I've... <sighs> I've kind of found... See, we're getting our food talk in. I knew we'd get it in. Are you still in the Burger Kings? Burger King chips are the best. Mm-hmm. You can buy the bags of chips, but you can't see them all the time. So it's hard to get a gauge of, is this going to be good or no? Because I like my chips to go golden brown. Mm. There's some chips that don't do that. Okay. Right. Some chips that you can spend 40 minutes cooking them. They'll still no go golden brown. And then you take them out and they're brick hard regardless. Exactly. So <laughs> you've got to find your chip. So how do you like it? You know what I mean? Um let us know what you what you think, folks. <laughs> have you found have you found your 
chip. Hashtag not my chip. Not my chip. <laughs> the worst part about that video, and I don't I, it was intentional from Squinny, but was at the end when he asked for suggestions. Yeah. I mean that was a mistake. Who does that? <laughs> when you've just ate a cream egg and a chip and you're asking for more. <laughs> like yeah, that's when you've got to really you've got to think more. Because yeah. there's going to be more. Mm-hmm. Callum nominated The Last of Us remake also. Two nominations for that. Yeah. That's looking quite strong. Yeah. Mm, well, we'll see. Uh, musicals, Richard I'd agree with that. Musicals can fuck off. Gaudi said the same. I, I don't know. I think they have their place in the world. And the bin. Musicals? Mm-hmm. I don't like musicals. Do uh, okay. you? Huh? I thought, oh, of course you would, yeah. to be fair. Uh, that guy Jim Wags have apparently been approached to star in a £1 million documentary on Netflix to be filmed during the World Cup that sounds really I shit I disagree with all that kind of stuff yeah. Love Island is on at the moment get that in the bin too nah will they not get arrested in Qatar if they're prancing about the place Probably. and fucking getting it's... filmed for a TV show no one cares they'll all be in a compound won't they no one cares uh... like I mean, if it ends with, like, a fucking Rebecca Vardy and whoever the fuck she's angry at having, like, a big... Having a boxing match. (laughs) That would be all right. That may be worth it if that's the season finale. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, Baz nominated LinkedIn Wankers following a pointless training session on how to use SharePoint. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Right. And finally, nominated by Chris, Jess, Ryan, Donnie, Squinny... Don't think this hasn't gone unnoticed that you're part of this. Well, I couldn't not. Um, have all nominated Craig. Um, reasons this week, this week alone, is for pulling a Jeff Grubb, so he announced something when he wasn't supposed to. Get in the bin. He played Baby Shark on last week's podcast, also. Getting, getting we're really that. fucking yeah, annoyed no. at that. Folk were no. really annoyed at that. When I, see when you hadn't heard the Baby Shark, and I played it. Folk were fucking livid that that song came <laughs> on. Aye. It was an annoying Folk song. Folk hate that song and they hadn't heard oh. it in about two years and then I put it on that didn't go down well. No, it did not go down well. And I just want to note that I didn't edit that in. Craig did actually play it and that yeah. wasn't my doing. Just, you know... Trying to absolve yourself. Yeah, uh, just in case anyone thinks that. Um, you also gave some misinformation on Gold Club Wasteland, High Water. Gold Club Wasteland? That's what I thought. I gave misinformation... What's it called? Golf Club Wasteland. Golf. I've just missed it. It's a typo in my thing. Right. Because right. it seems like you're giving misinformation <laughs> on Gold Club Wasteland. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've, I've fought my corner pretty well so far. It's a typo. Right. Mm-hmm. There are other things. Can you? Do you want to enlighten us about anything else you may have done, Craig, that I've maybe missed in the chat? <laughs> Because there probably is some more. I mean, I'm sure there is. The, the Jeff Grubb thing was pretty bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. And he's already in the bin, so if he's in the bin, that you can't not put you in the bin for doing the exact same thing that he's in the bin for. The only thing I would say in that defence is that he fucking leaks stuff all the time purposefully. I did it, realised I'd done it, and deleted it, and then admitted to it. No. Mm. Still. Let's be honest, I'm going in the bin. Yeah, I don't think there's a stronger nomination, to be honest. That's bullshit. Than you, so. Musicals are way stronger. No. The Last of Us is way stronger. No. I mean, for fuck's sake, Casey Anthony killed her daughter, stood on the stand 
and laughed about it and got off with murder. You did try to nominate your kids for In the Bin. I'm sure that was part of the conversation as well. Fuck. <laughs> so, you know, it's almost as bad as that. <laughs> so I'm going in the bin, is what I'm saying. Craig, I mean, that's my vote. Andy? Yeah. Good man. It's your week, Craig. It is your week. Get in the bin. Right, well, we don't usually get bin acceptance speeches. <laughs> For a reason. <laughs> but I just happened to be here. <laughs> okay. I'll give you your moment. So fuck it. I'm here anyway. I might as well. I'd just like to say that I regret absolutely fucking nothing. Not a single thing. Cats are better than dogs. I will continue to put money on Manchester United every game so that they lose. And I'll generally use my power and this platform for evil and not good. <laughs> and I would just like to end by saying it wasn't my fault. Right, never is. That's no. the thing, never is. Okay. And see you next week when I've flipping shot into a crowded supermarket. You just won't even be able to put me in the bin because I'm already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what I can do, which I just clicked on me there you know how i like to do my wee graphic i get to pick a really good photo of you Mm -hmm. to put in the bin good (laughs) yeah looking forward to that they're all good photos Yep. also my future husband everyone yay (laughs) (laughs) well you've got you've got six months in to get into the bin so you can marry me (laughs) okay moving on craig it's time for pure dead platinum I would like you to share... Well, I wouldn't really like you to, but I'm going to let you share a game that has an achievable platinum trophy list situation. And he's got one finger out over there, but he's going to have to put it right up his his rectum because I've got six platinums this week. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I have two platinums this week, but it's the same thing, and it's fast. If you, I left this out of the news, but if you have the Platinum in Resident Evil 2 or 3 Remake, you can download the new current gen patch and auto-pop both Platinums. So you're getting up two Platinums in a second after you download them. And after you've already got the Platinum. If you have to already have it, but I mean, if you're any sort of fucking pro gamer like myself, who has the Platinum in both Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3. Uh soft brag from the bin Uh, then all I have to do all I have to do is just download them both two platinums like that easy I mean they're fucking really hard otherwise so that's what makes it even sweeter because I knew I only did this because I knew it was going to be in the bin and I can just brag about the two extra good platinums I have there's also a current gen patch for Resident Evil 7 but for some reason that doesn't auto pop totally you get some of them but not others Two platinums. All it costs you is the price is the length of a download. Well, that was quick and easy. Let's yep. move on. Good. There you go. You thought you thought I was going to fucking keep you here all night, and I've I delivered in record time there. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm a changed man since I went in the bin. <laughs> right, reformed. Okay, movie section time. So each week we like to pick 
normally a gaming inspired movie to watch and rate and review. However, this week we picked, coincidentally, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Since the game is coming out as on the day this podcast launches, yep. which was fucking synergy, by the way, because when we announced it, the release date hadn't been announced and I didn't even Jeff grub it. Fucking kept it to myself. Yep, well done. So yeah, this is the 1990 release movie, Year I Was Born. Yep. So didn't watch it at the time. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, no, I was a zero. fetus. I was zero. Um, it's Turtles, isn't it? I didn't think it aged particularly. I mean, don't get me wrong, because I know it from my childhood and stuff, like, I still enjoyed it, but I don't think it aged massively well. Like I was just surprised because I actually really... I mean, I can say this now since I'm in the bin. Uh, I think the 2014 one is actually better because no one ever likes the newer films, but it's pretty much like a... The new one's pretty much a remake of the first yeah, one. Yeah, I have seen the new one and yeah... It, it's just better, I think. Mm. It's got Megan Fox in it. She's pretty good. No, no. She's better than that, the girl that plays in the old one. Oh, yeah, she's Who's good. got that sort of fucking 90s perm do. And the good old yellow Mac. Yeah. Um. We're turning up the Mac. Turn up the Mac. I think, yeah, for its time, like, I don't know, the puppetry and the... The puppetry's amazing. were... <laughs> what they were for a 1990s film. You say that, but it's three years before Jurassic Park, uh-huh. which is what Man, we always go to in Jurassic this. Jurassic Park was well above everything else. I know so. it was, but I'm saying like, if you look at that and then you look at what they did three years later, like you then look back and go, you could have tried a bit harder. Yeah. To be fair, it was it was technically an independent film though. Was it? Yeah, I saw a thing that said that it was the highest grossing independent film ever until The Blair Witch. So... I think it was made in quite a small budget. The one thing that really bothered me was so yeah, so when like when Splinter's taken, the turtles are not and I think they wanted to keep them looking cool, but they weren't upset. They were still cracking jokes and being like, Yeah, it's alright, dude, don't worry about it. And you're like, your fucking master's just been taken away and for all accounts you think he's fucking dead. And you don't seem the least bit fucked about it. Whereas in the teenagers, pizza dude. But see, in the new one, they do actually get quite like down and depressed about Mm. it, which is actually quite cool. Um, They show more range, I think. But I think just back in the early, very early nineties, it was just a case of they wanted them to seem unfazed by fucking anything. But yeah, no, I, 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 I did enjoy it. It's still a classic. I still really liked it. I still. Yeah, I mean it's it's still a film I watch every couple of years to be honest. Yeah. But I I genuinely do think that the the 2014 film was, was it 2012 2014. I think that one is actually oh, better, what? which is on un... 2016. That would be the second one. See, because they made two. Oh, aye. 14 16. Yeah, aye, it's 2014. Like I genuinely think it's actually a really good film. Which you would never have thought. I mean, I remember watching it for the first time and it was because someone else wanted to watch it. Like, I wasn't even going to watch it. Because you just assume when they fucking make something like this again, it's going to be crap. Yeah. I think, for me, like, I don't know, in the 90s, certainly, gender stereotypes were still... I don't know, like, gender stereotypes have evolved 
Ninja Turtles was very much that's for boys. That, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. times have changed, don't get me wrong, but there's still a bit of stereotype that exists just now, but certainly more so back then, it was like, oh, that's for boys. So it was never, like, turtle. I was never interested in Turtles. Back in the early 90s, I think you would have, a, there would be very few girls that would be into the Ninja yeah. Turtles, I would have thought. I, I think it was, wasn't until Power Rangers came about, and I don't, I, that may be mid-90s, I don't know, because there was a pink Power Ranger. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And, oh, it was a Power Ranger for everybody, that was the whole yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know, Turtles just, I don't know, they creep me a wee bit, like... Especially, to be fair, in the 1991, because yeah. they look, they do look like creepy bastards. Yeah, with their, um, ah, the like, the trench coats and stuff as well. Ah, like they put trench coats on to go to the movies, yeah. and you're like, you still look like a fucking turtle, by the way. <laughs> like, you can put that fucking <laughs> hat on your not, head. Not this guy. You've got a shell on your back. I know. <laughs> and even when they first meet Casey, and he gets into a fight, and his hat comes off, he's like, whoa, what's with the makeup, or something like that? You're like, no, he's got the head of a fucking turtle. Like, <laughs> this isn't a costume. But yeah, no, I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Yeah, I also didn't realise... Um, I'm looking forward to the game more so than anything. The game looks fucking brilliant. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I didn't realise Domino's was as old as it is as a company. I mean, perhaps maybe just because it wasn't in the UK back yeah, then. I, but I there was think... a wee bit of product placement for Domino's. Um, when when got... did Domino's come to the UK? Because it, was it wasn't founded, a thing. It was founded in 1960, so... But I don't uh, think it was maybe as big a franchise, obviously. I mean, I even think, see, 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, I'm, I mean, certainly around here, all you had was Pizza Hut. You didn't yeah. even have Domino's then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, still very much relevant this day. Domino's. Domino's. Come to the UK. Nineteen eighty-five. Really good mm-hmm. year. That was a cracking year for everyone involved. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe that product placement was part of their expansion then to try and. What a fucking year, by the way. <laughs> Eighty-five. Domino's comes to the UK. The first WrestleMania. The NES is released. I'm born. I'm born. Aye. What a fucking year. Five years later, you're born. Unbelievable, Jeff. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, right, so I didn't have a chance to put out a podcast preview this week, so I ended up having to put up a poll for the pies, which I cleverly put as pizzas slices mm, because it was because it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. So 5% gave it one... You can only have four on Twitter. That's a bit of a ball ache. But five um, percent gave it one. Four percent gave it two. Twenty three percent gave it three, and sixty eight percent gave it a full four slices. A quarter, I would say, if you're trying to make a full pizza out of that. Right. I would go four pies. I'm gonna say three, just because I don't. You've got no. I don't really like tarts. That's fair enough. Four. Aye, that's fair. That's good. I, I do think, seeing the coming weeks, we should do the 2014 one because mm-hmm. it is good. And I would, I want to watch it again. So it's an excuse. <laughs> I'm up for that. Yeah, and I think there is another. There's like a Turtles collection coming out later this year. So okay. 
we can maybe time that. So the movie for next week, should you wish to watch along and share your thoughts and vote your pies, is Dead Rising 2. We watched Dead Rising, the first one, a few weeks ago, but we're now going for two. I'm less psyched about this. Yeah. I was the highest on the first one because I really thought that um, Frank West was funny as fuck in it Mm -hmm. and that made the film for me. But looking at a glance, the second film is the same film without him, Ah. which concerns me deeply because it's just going to be two hours of subpar zombie action. So make sure and watch and let us know what you think. Yes, we shall report back next week. And yeah, kind of keeping on the Turtles theme, let's move now to our pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pick of the week, pick of the week, pick of the week, pick of the week. So there are a few games coming out this week, but I've probably just gave away, to be honest, about what the pick of the week's going to be. Yep. So it's... That's all right. It is... It's turtles! <laughs> pick Shred- of the week. Shredder's Revenge, and it looks fucking really good. And it's coming to Game Pass day one. And it's a old school style beat 'em up game. You can play yourself, or you can play with up to five other people. There's only four turtles. They've also got Casey, and I'm not sure who the sixth person is. Who are these people? Turtles characters. <laughs> but yeah, it looks good. It looks really, really good. Everything they've shown off so far looks really. Really good. It's it's a bit like a kind of like almost Streets of Rage type. Like it's the it's the basically a turtle game you got back in the arcades back so like in the day, but modernized. Yeah, action brawler, yeah. pixely art. Yep, cool. uh, it does look really good. I think it's going to review really really highly. Uh, all signs point to it being good. I you would usually play by myself, but I'm shit at these type of games, and I know a lot of people are excited to play it. So my plan is to team up with them and just sort of hang back and let them. Uh, do all the work. Yeah, so it looks like it's coming to Switch as well for about 30 quid, should you not have Game Pass. Yeah, it's Switch, PC and PlayStation, but if you've got Game Pass, you get it included on Thursday, the day the podcast launches. Very good. Is that us for this week? That's us. Yeah, cool. So... Yeah, whether you are a new or long-time listener, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any feedback or would like a shout-out, then feel free to get in touch. We are always happy to hear from you. You can head to puredeadgaming.com for all the additional info you will need. So, yeah, do that. Get in touch. Get in touch about your chip. Oh, yeah, let us know your chip. We found your chip. And I would just like to say once again, fuck you all very much for putting me in the bin. (laughs) Mm. It will not be forgotten. Aye, we won't let you forget that you're in the bin. No. <laughs> Bye. 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 This podcast is recorded and produced by Pure Dead Gaming. Intro music by David Fesslian.